the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Texas on 930 AM KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. Trey sitting in with us uh, while we wait for the guys to uh, to get here and get settled in. How you doing, Trace? Doing fine. Good. That's good. Let me see how everybody's volume's doing. That went down a little bit, so we'll bring it up. How's your headphone? Doing uh, yep, doing good. Good, good, good. All right. Well, we're here at Mill Burgers. It's a nice day, pretty day, lots of color here, as always. Uh, and we encourage you to come on by and uh, and visit with us. Uh, some some fun stuff, uh, non-advertised clearance sales, which I took advantage of last week. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I like the little seed starter, too. Yeah. That was a cool little um, first, uh clearance item so uh people who do their own seeds can can do that as well it's like a little mini greenhouse um <laughs> yes so so we uh you know we used to do the children's events and so we went and went through all that stuff hey what what is some of this stuff has value yeah so we put it out cheap yeah it actually will be nice for for any gardener uh not just for kids on that and then there was the fun, um, there's the thermometers and all that stuff. But anyway, um, and uh, just. Uh, there's all kinds of things that we stuck out there. And should uh, people look to the website on Wednesday for a Labor Day sale? There's going to be a big one. Yeah. So we won't tell you about it. You'll have to go to the thing because, you know, uh, go to the, uh, get the paper or listen to the show. Or you can check it out at millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. Well, Trace, after, did you get a little rain? We got just enough to make it humid. Okay, yeah. How much did you get, do you think? Uh, probably a half an inch. Okay, I think we got an inch closer to the airport. Um, the rain gauge said an inch. Um, so, uh, but yeah, it, and then it really was that next day. It was going outside with glasses fogging up humid. Uh, I concur. Yeah. But it was nice to get the rain. It was nice to have the cool. Actually, the rain was great. The fact that it was like 80-something degrees at 9 o'clock at night was wonderful. And you knew when it was coming because there was a huge gust and we had leaves all over the place. Well, let's see. That was on, was that on your day off? I didn't have a day off. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah. Uh-oh. Did you leave somebody in the car? Did you crack a window for him? He, he probably walks slower. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. 
what else is uh, going on uh, here? And uh, what kind of, I always have to ask what kind of questions you're getting from gardeners? Vegetables. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, lots and lots of cool weather vegetables uh, questions. Yeah. Can I plant this yet? Uh, oh, are they eager to? They are. And uh, a lot of seed questions. So we finally got our uh, a lot of our uh, 2024 seeds in. So uh, there was about a month where we were on the short side of seeds, but now we're good. Good. So can you? what can you still plant from seed? Well, uh, so there's still time for a lot of the cucumbers. So okay. Squashes. Okay. You didn't do gazuntite. Uh, uh, so <laughs> well, I was cute. I was embarrassed because I thought I, I thought I knew the word you were going to say, like cucumber, and yeah. then you went cucumber. Well, it's a family. Oh. Okay. So, uh, still time for that. Still should be time for smaller melons. Oh really? Okay. And uh, smaller melons means smaller watermelons or cantaloupe. Like uh, ne- cantaloupe, ne- that kind of stuff. Okay. There's still time for. Um, what else? Uh, I had a lot of questions. Can I plant carrots yet? And radishes, uh, you need to procrastinate a little longer. Uh, we did, I did a lot of suggesting of people going to the children's blog for the botanical garden. Oh, that's smart to and see what they were doing. Fo- follow what the eight-year-olds are doing, and if they can do it, they can be successful at it, too. Yeah, but that's always a good cheat. Uh Maybe the kids call it a hack these days, is to see what what's you know what professionals uh, like the botanical garden are doing and with with that to see. And David organizes all that, so he yeah. makes sure that they get the right varieties at the right time. Yeah. Well, cool. Uh, and we have carrot. Um, we have seeds. Seeds. Yeah. There's. there's we don't ever get transplants for carrots, do no. we? Very seldom radishes. Anything that's in the in the ground, very seldom do we get the transplants for it. That kind of makes sense. Yeah, uh, what is it? Oh, do we do beets here? Uh, people grow beets, yes. Okay. Very, fairly successfully. Okay, because beets are I'm like... Not, I'm not sure too many people eat them, but oh, they're uh, like there cons- are people that grow them. Yeah, eat them. Uh, they're like considered a superfood. Uh, like they do everything for you. So um be kind of fun to... Would you... So if you were growing them, you said, okay, I'm going to eat this superfood. Would you do it in a raised bed? Would you do it in the, just in the ground, put them in? How? Nice, loose soil. So either if it's if the soil is amended correctly, uh, they can be successful. Okay. All right. You know, that uh, the weather, the way it is, is really, really uh, makes, brings home that uh, good soil. What the difference in soil? You know, if you got too much organic material, or if it's too coarse, if you got too much sand, or if you got too much clay, all of that kind of comes home to remind you. It either gets either got to get water more often, or you got to break up the soil more. It's just uh, it's a lesson, I think. Um, do y'all sell? You must sell raised bed kits, I guess, or. Used? We, or we just used, the ties? We used to. Oh, we don't some. sell the ties. Okay. We, we used to. Uh, we did get a supplier. We have one to experiment with. Okay. And if, oh, I've if, seen it. If Is it out for It's hanging them? on the wall. Okay. If, if it sells, we'll keep restocking them. <laughs> but we used to carry cedar ones, and uh, that uh, it took forever to sell them. So uh, we'll see. Okay, so I had an idea. Since you, oh, since you don't sell that's, them. That's dangerous. It is dangerous. So... 
Could you? What's at the bottom of your kit? Is it just goes to the ground, or is it is it, it just, plastic? Just goes to the ground. Okay, that blows my theory. So I was thinking, could you get a kiddie pool and fill it with nice soil and do your carrots or something in there? Punch lots of holes in it. I don't see why not. They do with potatoes. They do really. Well, they do everything with potatoes. I mean, oh. I'll bet if you went through and uh, surveyed the newspapers and gardening books, you'd have a picture of potatoes growing in every single environment hmm. you could think of. What Inclu- do you, do you including sell, old tires. Do you sell baby bulls? <laughs> I know the answer to this. So. Okay. But what, uh, you, you generally describe a couple of the potato situation. Well, I mean, the extremes would be uh, old tires. Cut the mm-hmm. sidewalls out, and you can continue to stack them uh, and oh. add soil uh, and hay. Hay bales. If, if, you, if you scatter the hay out, you can, um, you can actually grow new potatoes, harvest, and put the hay back over and, uh, and still continue growing the plant. Okay, so you're, cut, so you're just leaving the... The rim. No, you're, you're leaving the other you're, part. You, you're at, yeah. you actually just pull the hay back, and you see all the Oh, roots, I was still on the tires. And you can pick the ones that, okay. that you want. That's pretty cool. Um, hmm, now I'm thinking. I, w- I want to try my pool idea. Do I have to punch? What do I do for drainage? Lots of holes. Lots of big holes? Lots of small holes? Lots of... Uh, yes. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I guess I could cut the bottom out of it. By that time, it seems easier just to get the... Yeah, landscape timbers are inexpensive. Yeah. Okay. Well, Oh, and I guess I could use uh, the, the cement blocks. Lots of people do. Yeah, that'd be okay. All well, right. It's really hard to replace the soil with cement blocks, though. Oh, you're just you're talking about just a structure, huh? Yeah, yeah, and then I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. Okay. That's a joke, Mountain. Oh, okay. Hey, how much rain did you get, Calvin, on Tuesday? Three quarters. Three quarters? Okay. I was telling Trace. Oh, but it was, one, it was wonderful. Yeah. It was nice to hear the sounds of the rain. Yeah, the cool temperature was nice. Like it rained, I think, was it late afternoon? It, it was like three o'clock here. Yeah, two yeah. doses, I got. Yeah, and then... We went and walked the dog. She goes out at, you know, 7-ish. Uh, and normally it's, you know, 99, 98 degrees, and it was like 81. It was like, ah, oh, this is great. So Nelson put a drain in. I mean, it's not really garden-related, but right by the front door where we always have to go push the water out. Oh, smart. And it was so fun to watch that thing just it looked like a toilet bowl. It was just circling and going down, <laughs> and then it popped over up over in the parking lot. Oh, okay. And I thought that was pretty neat. Huh? You should like capture it. Yeah. You did, did that was were you tempted to run out and try to block? Yeah. It? No, I was tempted to hook it into the uh, pond on the front, the waterless waterfall that we have up there. We saw someone. But we were afraid about the dirt. So if the dirt went down in it, oh. the dirt would start to fill it up. Um, Calvin, you'll appreciate this, and with Trace's thing. So I don't know if y'all are seeing it, but a lot of the um, pipes and, and mains are busting. Yes. And a lot of, I, we've seen people that will, it's going right down their street, right in front of their house, and they're channeling it into their yard. Interesting. Yeah. So 
So I reported one on Sunday on my way to work last week. Okay. And it was Tuesday before they fixed it. Yeah, that's and a lot of somewhere water. Somewhere in between, my wa- wife washed my truck. And then I, <laughs> I drove right through it on Monday. I drove right through it on Tuesday. Oh. Which means that you need to wash your truck again. She needs to wash she my truck. She needs to wash the truck again. Does she actually wash it? or I, I, don't, she... I don't have that answer. She takes credit. That's all. Okay. It gets, it gets clean and she takes credit. I got you. All right. Um, I got some ideas here. Uh, what's that? Oh, Jerry's worried now with my ideas. Um, well, I'm going to swap seats. Okay, you swap seats with Jerry. We'll we'll stall for a second. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Got lots of good calls last week, so we hope we get lots of good calls this week. We got um, with everybody here, and uh, really gives you an advantage. Two one zero three zero eight. 8867 and the number two call. All right, let's make sure I got you over there. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Do you like the, the stand-up part? I'm indifferent. Okay. All right. Well, I'm here. I, f- I feel like more like a comic when I can have it in my hand. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cucumbent. <laughs> okay. There is nothing to call cucumbent, is there? You just made that word up. No, uh, no, you didn't. I didn't. All right. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, we can talk about what people, uh, you t- oh, you mentioned the fall vegetables and stuff that people are asking about. They are. Anything else that people are? Um, My article will, next uh, Saturday will be fall vegetables. Oh, good. Lots yeah. of people wanted to fertilize right before that rain. Oh, I guess that's smart. That's it not was, a bad uh, idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we actually did, uh, we fertilized a lot of our plants. That morning, too. Okay, because then the rain... Yeah. Uh-oh, watch this now. Uh-oh, are you going to... You got it? Okay. All right. Let's see. Um, so you say a lot of people were asking... Did you asking, get distracted? I got a little distracted. So they were asking about um, fertilization. Yes, and and right this second, we actually have... Uh, the 1959, and we got our winterizer in, so they Oh, good. Oh, we did, yeah. And uh, my, my recommendation always is on a, a new bed like the fall vegetable, or, or the, I'm calling them the winter vegetables, um, uh, so six or ten cups of 19.59 or, or the, 18, uh, the winterizer uh, per 100 square feet for the new bed. And it could be my imagination, but as I, you know, my my observations are made while, made while walking the dog, uh, but I'm seeing some of the yards that were yellow-brown are now a little darker, so maybe the rain helped Dark a little brown. bit. Dark brown, yeah. Well, no, they're just kind of, oh. yeah, they're they're kind of a greenish-brown. They're not green yeah. yet. Yeah. yeah, well, the uh, Bart, my neighbor, who's uh, that gardener we talk about a lot, he uh, he said that the... Uh, it was all soil. Now the, he sees the just a complete level of the germination of we, weed seeds everywhere. No, That's they're going to take advantage of it's it. In that time, I've uh, restocked in uh, most of the pre-emergence. Oh, okay. That's right. I, I, that's in my article today. Is that you got to? Uh, this is the time to do the pre-emergent for the winter. So you want to talk a little bit about what a pre-emergent is and how it works? Uh, in a nutshell, it's a seed killer. Uh, right. and it, it inhibits the rooting or germination of the seed. 
So if you put it out early enough, you can stop a lot of your winter weeds from ever even coming up. So it's better to do uh, be proactive than reactive. That, that always... Well, one of those winter weeds is just driving me crazy is that... Uh, uh, Oh, the, the little the little seeds that stick to you. Uh, it's uh, I wrote about it in my article. I can't <laughs> what is it called, Jerry? Do you remember? Beggar lice. Beggar lice. Yeah. That, I was telling people that you, you know if you didn't, a lot of us didn't worry about it much, and we just let it kind of pile up. So now we got these big piles of it and if you get near them the pets the dogs do or <laughs> i do you get covered with them so but that's one of the best plants to control and uh september 1st is when you do it poa everybody always uh complains about poa when it's already too late uh, annual bluegrass the one that jerry oh, likes. likes okay yeah so i mean that's that's i recall every year we talk about people want to get rid of something and it's like well you should have done something in september august and september so okay what should they ask for now what's a good well there's different ones so uh you really pick your pre-emergent by your problem okay so dimension and barricade um, are going to target a lot of the grassy weed seeds and some broadleaf the gallery is opposite that. It targets a much bigger selection of broadleaf weeds, not so many grasses. And then the crew uh, is literally the two combined in one bag. <coughs> so on that note, that mm-hmm. for some reason that company stopped producing the bags for the average homeowner. Oh, so no. So the, like the 10 or 12-pound bags, whatever they're in, uh, they decided they were going to uh, just go to a 50-pound or 40-pound. Oh, no. Well, you know me. I I bogart everything. Yeah. So I bought everything that was left in a normal usage sized bag. So it theoretically should be enough to last this this fall. Oh, good. Okay. Do you have an estimate of or how how large a yard can that handle? Uh, it's a, it's three thousand square feet on okay. the yeah, for the average person. Thirty thirty by uh, ten. Most people for need, the front yard. Most yeah. people need two to do their entire yard. Yeah. No, it's 3,000 square feet? Per bag. Okay. Average house sits on like yeah. five to 6,000. Okay. I was trying to do the math. But it is, it is worth it for sure to uh, block things like um, those uh, stickers. And yeah, grass burrs. So my salesperson from the company I buy the crew from, mm-hmm. uh, last year there was a few bags that were that came in broken, so he gave me credit. And he took it home and he used it. And then his neighbor was like, why do you not have all these weeds? And I do. And so he points at the bag. And uh, it makes a difference. It really does. It does. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And in the old days, uh, XL and Amaze were were kind of in the same league as crew. And they uh, they did this. They It was just worked well. You know, if you applied them, the timing and then you do that, uh, well, for sandburrs, you did a second, at least a second uh, how do you, application. How, how do you apply it? Is it through a spreader? Uh, I would use a hopper just like you would your fertilizer. Okay. That's what I figured. Yeah. And it does need to be watered in. Otherwise, it doesn't work. They take the liquid and they soak it into either unless the clay. Uh, unless you can, uh, are amazing and can predict the rain. Oh. 
I don't even know how to answer that. I wish yeah. I could. <laughs> Do you? Um, a normal year. Are we getting any more hay chance. in? No, the hay's here. Oh. Did you see the tunnel? The tunnel's already up. No, I haven't yeah. seen the tunnel. I was busy setting up. I have to look. No, I just wanted more rain, so I was hoping there was. Yeah. Y'all should pace out the hay. We we have some <laughs> ra- some hay exposed already. So oh, the so tunnel. the rain should. Let me go look at the weather report. Well, it was after the rain, so we we're okay there. But right. but it will rain again historically. Yes, at some point. I hope so. All right, let's take a quick break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Come on by and visit us. Back in a moment on The Answer. San Antonio, any old place I call my home, I gotta go. I got Texas in my soul. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867 is our number. And here's the number for Spider-Man Pest Control, 210-656-3721. I'll give it out again, but I want you to know that Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control can help you with a variety of things. Uh, If the uh, rain uh, sparked mosquitoes, I heard the news talking about that. Spider-Man can help you with that. Uh, a variety of different options, including the Into Care Mosquito Trapping System. Uh, Spider-Man can help you with from rats to roaches. Uh, whatever you got, he can help you uh, to take care of that problem. And he's going to look at the problem as a whole, meaning that he's going to say, okay, not only what am I treating, but what caused the problem to begin with? And then help you with that, too. He was talking about that uh, the other day with a, a house that he was working on where uh, they, had, they were treating treating both the problem and then they had to go back and then uh, and treat where they had determined that was causing the problem. That's why they're so successful. Um, check them out online at GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. Or here's that number again. You ready? Okay. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Greg is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Greg, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Is this our North uh, Dallas, Greg? That's right. North North Texas, buddy. North Texas. Okay. What's going on? Yeah. Well, I was going to give you a report. I, I got to uh, stop by the nursery a week or so ago and uh, on the way out of town, and I picked up a LaJole pepper. All right. And uh, I, I saw the BHN968, so I had to get one of those as well. <laughs> and um, and I, I'm kicking myself because I, I picked up one of the um, Blue Plum Legos that were, they were on sale, and I should have picked up about four or five of them because once I got it planted, I I kind of fell in love with it. And now yeah, now I've only yeah. got one. <laughs> Most people do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look for that for uh, for next next spring. But um, they should be widely uh, spread. Uh, I mean, even up there. Yeah, yep. the uh, the cool thing about the uh, blue plumbago, it makes you look like a gardening genius. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I gave it to someone uh, who works with me, but who works up in in that area, 
of the world. And they were like, and whenever they come back to San Antonio, that that blue plumbago. I mean, this has been three, four years. That blue plumbago, it's still going strong. <laughs> yeah. That is great. I love it. So yeah, I yeah. look like a gift, a gardening genius by suggesting it. One thing, uh, one thing I have discovered. Oh dear, I got got one for my. Uh, son's girlfriend mm-hmm. and uh if you don't water those milton they will defoliate mm. <laughs> okay but they held they held on for quite a while but they can take that not water now if the but if it's established a lot of times they'll come back from the roots but jared I take it Jerry's was not more than a year old. So yeah, yeah, it was. We got it out here, yeah. uh, and so I took over the culture, and mm-hmm. we had a, had two roses, and uh, what do we uh, Esperanza, Gold Star Esperanza, uh, in that same bunch, and uh, they were all looking pretty pitiful after not being watered for a couple of weeks and record-breaking temperatures but Mm -hmm. uh so i took i took over uh and uh, let's see day before yesterday i got some buckets that hold water and i filled those uh filled those buckets halfway full put those dead and uh, dying plants and overnight, uh, so they could soak up lots of water, and uh, they're still in the water now. But uh, they're leaving out. They're leaving out again. They're yeah. going to try to make a run for it. Huh. But uh, if you if you've done experienced that in your landscape, that's the way to bring them back to see if uh, of course if they will revive. Now, Greg has treasured his, so he probably won't let them get. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, that thing didn't even suffer transport shock. I, I put it in. Of course, I've, I mean, it's been 105 up here every day for two months straight, feels like. So I'm I'm having to water just about every night. Oh, yeah. Hand water, at least. And um, But it did well. It did really well. And, um, Are they in the ground the, or in a container? Well, that that plumbago is. Um, I've got a steel ring that's about four feet across uh, diameter, and it's about two feet tall. So it's yeah. full of potting mix and soil. So it, it's. Um, I'd, I'd call it in the ground. It's got plenty of root space, but um, oh, my my little Joel and BHN, uh, <laughs> they're they're in big pots, but they've. Uh, uh, they've already got some new leaves coming out on them, and I've got one little tomato uh, growing already. So, what's it on? Le Joe, uh, 968? Yeah, 968. It's okay. about the size of a marble right now. Okay. Well, <laughs> but, uh, uh, how have you been watering? Just with a hose? I've got, uh, I kind of switched. I've got one of those water bubblers that. That old Neil Sperry oh, talks good, about good. for the I'll I'll do the deep deep water every other night and then okay. in between nice. I use a I use a, a hand wand that just kind of gives a little shower uh, yeah give everything a little bit of water so it's I, I think the heat the heat stress is just oh my gosh <laughs> yeah I was I was uh, I was gonna say that uh, 
If you've just been watering with a sprinkler, no. you've had that uh, leaves uh, burn around the margins, uh, mm-hmm. turn brown around the margins, and uh, kind of looks like it's going to die, put it in a bucket of water like I'm talking about and soak it for a couple of days. Mm, okay. You cannot get it overwatered in this type of weather. Yeah, and that's what I'm I'm noticing. I've I've got a lot of hollies, and uh, a lot of my Carissa hollies. I'm giving them deep, deep waters, and yeah, good um, they're they're still they're they're none of it's turning brown, but they are shedding you know a little bit of leaves. So it, yeah. it seems like no matter how much water I give them, it. I mean, it's just hard to beat 105 oh, every oh, single yeah. day. Well, even even look at the oaks and. Yeah, uh, pecans for sure. They're all yeah. They're all dropping leaves. They can. They're only keeping the, the number of leaves they can support. Well, well, we need some rain because I'm. I fear I may turn into an alcoholic because I, yeah. I. I enjoy having a beer while I water and, oh, and having a water every night. <laughs> <laughs> so, you you gonna have to get one of those things, beer that you put on your show the backpacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. backpack beer. <laughs> Hey, that's a pretty good idea there. Yeah, yeah. I might think about that. <laughs> uh, well, okay, I'll, well, the, this this too will pass, I, can, I hope. Yeah, I think it's only going to be 99 tomorrow, so we got, oh, we got a bright man. future. Oh, man, had a cold over. front up there. That's right, that's right. <laughs> I will tell you, the, the last time I called, I was I was calling about trying to transplant some of the rodeo tomatoes. And uh, and unfortunately, all five have have since passed away. And That's probably just, good. Uh, <laughs> they they all rooted, uh, and, I, and I I thought I was doing good, and, and just slowly, one by one, they they all wilted. So. Oh, did you have uh, new plants? <clears throat> no, I'd taken cuttings from from the, uh, the one that I had bought uh, down there. I took some cuttings yeah. and and got them rooted. Got them potted up and everything, and and they just, um, I don't know, watering them every day. They just kind of slowly dissipated. So, <laughs> but I have a bunch of seeds. So there we'll, you go. Look, we'll look forward to next year, I guess. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for the report, Greg. Now, if you can keep them going, or what what you got going, keep it going until the weather breaks. Oh yeah. Until it gets yeah. cooler. Uh, yeah, they yeah, they'll make a comeback. Uh, yeah. see, but uh, as soon as the Antarctic freezes over uh, again, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they will make a comeback about a week before the freeze comes. <laughs> Thanks for all that. So, um, I need to ask while Greg's on the line, um, if a listener calls in. And might be mispronouncing the name of a plant. Should you correct them or just let them go? No, I can't correct. You can't correct them. So if Greg, for instance, put an extra L at the end of Lejo, uh oh, and I think well, he might be. Are you calling it Lejoel uh, or Lejo? Well, I've always thought it was Lejoel. J O L L E. Is that incorrect? Yes. <laughs> just let Joe. Okay. The Joe stands for largest jalapeno. You think oh. it's an H, but it's a J. No, you don't. Nobody thinks it's an H on <laughs> Earth. 
Okay. Not, not anymore. <sighs> yeah, so that extra L, he bought the ones that were larger. Largest jalapeno on earth, uh. larger. But yeah, I didn't Ooh. want you because you're going to have good success with all these. I didn't want you to no. to be telling your friends and have them. And neither of these guys speak French, so you should have just pretended it was French. Oh, that yeah. would have been great, yeah. Greg. You you got the French lejoles. Well, <laughs> yeah. well Le I'm, uh, I'm glad I I'm glad I called. I won't look like a fool in front of anybody. Then I didn't want there that. You go. So, there you yeah. go. So, so, so hold on. Well, we're going to do this to protect we, you even we more. We look like fools for 25 years. We're still going. No, no, we no. don't mind. we, we got to protect him even more. Gary, thank you for the call. This is not Greg. This is yeah. Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, Hi, thank you, guys. See you talk later. To you, talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Right, I felt bye. bad, but I didn't want him to keep making the mistakes. So. All right. Good, good, good going, Milton. It's like when you see... Um, if you ever listen to somebody's outgoing message and it says that they're going to be off for the Christmas holiday and it's in August, uh, <laughs> I will be back on, you know, December or something. It's like, uh, should I tell them or not? All well, right. You sound, sound like my wife. She's always was always uh, correcting my bad pronunciation. Uh, uh, she said, how can anybody that's worked with us? Uh, so close to the people using the Spanish language all these years, and you never, never pick up anything. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, I'm a Minnesotan. Right. We don't even know. Yeah, there you Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yeah. What is south of the border for Minnesota? Uh, I don't south of the border of Minnesota. For Minnesota. A lot of stuff. Iowa. Iowa, okay. South Dakota. Okay. Wisconsin. <laughs> 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Lots of fun stuff on sale. We'll tell you about that in a second. And then on uh, uh, September 23rd, uh, 10 a.m., David Rodriguez will be back here, and he'll be uh, doing uh, the second part of the... Uh, there we go. Yep, yep. Uh, it seemed to have cut out. Did you cut yourself out, Bill? I don't know what happened there to me come. there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, um, yeah. So, David would be back doing part two of uh, Cool Weather Crops, the free adult yeah. seminar. So, that'd be good. Yeah, we're talking about uh, uh, pre emergence. Mm hmm. And I, I, I hate, I have to read the. The write-up from uh, my man, Neil, says, uh, Normally, we would be approaching prime time before Labor Day to apply pre-emergent weed killer granules to prevent uh, germination of annual bluegrass. No, Neil, no. Rescue grass, ryegrass, and other cool season weeds. Uh, options include dimension, halts, and bailing. Bailing is the one you can't get anymore, right? Bailing herbicide? I don't know that one. Oh. Bailing? No. Yeah. The one you can't get anymore is XL and uh, Amaze. Oh, okay. Anyway, they can get, you can get dimension and halts, among others. Also include gallery granules. To prevent germination of broadleaf weeds. However, because of ongoing high temperatures, really? When did we have that? Mm. 
and drought that most of Texas is facing, you can slide the application date back by at least one week. So, one week. (laughs) But the neat thing about these uh, herbicides is that they last quite a while. And they work. Yeah, and they work. If you follow the label instructions. <laughs> and uh, the, um, I, I've always relied, had to rely on uh, timing. Uh, we used to do it for the whole uh, yeah. con- condo area up uh, at, the, at the coast. Yeah. And uh, we always rely on kind, trying to time the, to fit the rain. <laughs> and, but it was not fussy. I mean, it worked, it worked yeah. well, whether it was a week from when it, we put it down or two weeks. It was better, of course, the sooner you got it because you get the full yeah. potency of it. But uh, they, they're they good products, but you, you do need to, to, to read the label and follow the label if you want them to work the, the way they're supposed to. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to put anything that jeopardizes my bluegrass because I don't know. We've got to have some rain before I'm going to see my bluegrass again. Well, it might even affect some of your horse herb. Oh, no. Just uh, that portion. That's a disaster. (laughs) I'll tell you what's beautiful is that horse herb coming up between the uh, bluegrass, oh, that yeah, beautiful sounds, green grass, sounds, and those beautiful yellow blooms uh, on the horse. Sounds like it sounds it's, wonderful. It's a beautiful sight. Yeah, if you, mm-hmm. can, if you can't have <laughs> thoroughbred horse, horses there feeding on that annual bluegrass, I guess you could. The horse herb is as close as you. There get. you go. But uh, anyway. Uh, uh, Neil? The, uh, no, you. Me. Milton, his Milton. Listed on sale, uh, the uh, Mm -hmm. things were on sale. Have you looked at the sale items? Mm Mm-hmm. What? How long are they going to be on sale? Through Monday. There you go, through Mm -hmm. Monday. And they've been on sale for the month of August. Yeah, so... I don't know what's going to happen if you want to get those vincas. Yeah, I you bet. might want to get those. <laughs> get them this weekend. Yeah, vincas are planted now. I think they're established. They're going to establish well now if you keep them moist till till they get established. But uh, when the when the cool weather comes, they really show out. Yeah. Well, they, they well, Thanksgiving is not unreasonable to expect them to. Oh yeah, last until. And we, we get when we get into pumpkins, you can put the pumpkins in the, uh-huh. amongst them. And also on that sale deal, is there any zinnias on for, on sale in there? Oh, uh, lantanas on sale. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Mexican heather. Mm-hmm. Blue plumbago. Well, here we can take a break and I'll. I'll tell them all the stuff that's on sale. Will you? Yeah, let's You've do that. Got that done? It's already recorded. But oh. no, no, I appreciate it. I just don't want them to hear it twice in a row. But okay, <laughs> take a quick break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 AM, the answer. 
to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Love talking about the tree hugger sprinkler that we sell here at Millburgers. If you're looking for a great way to water efficiently, effectively, and I'm going to tell you what I use mine for on Monday, the tree hugger sprinkler allows you to do that, especially newly planted uh, trees and even established trees and shrubs. Uh, the tree hugger will help you out to keep them uh, looking good and keep them healthy. Uh, the tree hugger sprinkler looks like a big donut, a hard plastic donut in 7, 11, and 15-inch sizes. You can see them at treehuggersprinklers.com, but it's got a hinge on the side, so you can open it up. Up and close or hug it around the tree. Okay, that was quick. You're you're in a, you're eager to get back in the house, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then you just turn it on just a little bit to water the uh, root ball, and turn it on a lot to water pour toward the drip line. That was actually a little better. That was good. All right. So. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, check it out online at treehuggersprinklers.com. You'll find all three sizes here at uh, Millburgers, and you can find the Tree Hugger Sprinkler at HEB, too. So check them out, treehuggersprinklers.com. 210-308-8867. Marty is on the line. What's going on, Marty? All right. How are you guys doing today? Doing okay. Did you get any of the uh, peppers that that we had? Did you get some penguins? or? I got some... uh, Another. I was lucky to find a, a Rio Grande Gold. Oh, okay. No, so I didn't have it this fall. <laughs> so, and I, 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 think, I got, I got a. Sure? Okay. Well, I found we, one. I, it was one in there. I don't know how okay. I found it. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah, it was my, of course one of my favorites, of course. And uh, I know those those uh, those penguins. I think a little bit too tough for me. <laughs> I, They're too I, hot uh, or too. Uh, Probably a little bit too hot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, come on, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't be telling people that. Well, don't let Jerry. Jerry doesn't even no. get within ten feet of him. So, <laughs> yeah, don't don't let him push yeah. you around on that. Well, I never I never have said they were too hot. Uh huh. You said they're hotter than something. Uh, anyway, what, what can we do well, for you, Marty? Well, you're not as bad as me, Marty. I I stick to banana peppers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, that, I can tolerate. Yeah, I like those. You have a question. I have a, a Joey avocado. Okay. And, okay, and I have it in a pot, and I, it's about three years old. I bought it at uh, at Millburgers. Uh, but I think it's it's it's, it's looked a little bit stressed. And uh-huh. I was wondering when would when it would be a good time to uh, put it in the ground. What size container? Uh, it's a, a, a whiskey barrel, or uh, it's a, a, a little bit smaller than that. Oh, good. Yeah, but I I was listening to another garden show. Mm. Okay, mm. hang up on it. Yeah, bye, no, 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 Marty. No. You're breaking up on us. Yeah. Oh I no, we oh. I can't do that. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. But, but the person that was on that other garden show is a. <laughs> Very famous person that you, you know. Anyway, he he said uh, right now is a good time to fertilize your your I guess your garden plants that you have in in, in a pot holder or pot. I was yeah, like osmocote. Yeah. You know? But I can tell, like like I said, my avocado. I think it's 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 the leaves are turning brown, and I water it and everything, and I give it the osmocote, but it still looks kind of kind of peaked. How I, how are you watering it? With a water hose? With a water hose. How how much water are you putting on it? I fill it all the way to the top. 
and I and do it at least. It comes out the bottom. It comes out the bottom. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but I but, could, I could but uh, everything's uh, looking a little peaky in this weather. Yeah. How big, how big was the container? A large, uh, a little bit larger than a half a whiskey barrel. Oh, yeah, right. Really? Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I even have to water the heck out of. I got the, the ruby crushed tomatoes. I got a lot of blooms, but I, I can tell you they're 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 a little bit under stress too. Oh but I'm yeah. Gonna put, I'm gonna put them in the ground. Yeah, too. I, I've got a lot of blooms on the. Oh, on the, them and the... Uh, 968s. 968s, and also our, even our rodeo tomatoes. Yeah. But uh, one of our one of the uh, listeners did say that his fruit has started to bloom, started to set now on 968, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I guess you're, you're, you're the same, I guess. I want that ruby crust to succeed because I've had it before, and it, it, I mean, it, as you know, it puts the jillions of tomatoes out there. You know, and it's it's sweet tasting. It's really good, and I really like it. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to get down to ninety eight. Maybe it'll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that'll shock it into produce. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, hopefully, we get something to it. We need some rain. They said next week. I hope sometime next. Yes, week. it's tomorrow. Twenty percent. Wow. And, and but it gets better throughout the week. So. There you go. I'll, t- I'll tell you more after at, uh-huh. after the news. We'll, we'll catch <laughs> you up. Don't mess on. with me, Milton. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, 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 so when is a good time to to go ahead and, and transplant it in the ground? I don't, I don't think I... I wouldn't uh, do uh, it until it cools, until yeah, the temperature winter breaks. Wintertime, yeah. Wintertime? Well, well, with the... Uh, wintertime may be not the best time with that type of uh, plant. Yeah. Early spring, maybe. Yeah, I'll it's it's a, it's one of the few that's uh, that we deal with that's cold sensitive. Mm-hmm. So you, if you're real conservative, you know, if you want to be real conservative, you would wait until danger of uh, uh, freeze is passed. Also, I have a lemon, also that's in the same situation. Oh, okay. So now, when would I go ahead and, and transplant that one if I decide to do that? I just leave mine in the <laughs> containers. Yeah. Containers. Right. Hey, it's nice whiskey, you know. Right. They do so well in those whiskey barrels. Yeah. Half whiskey I'm, barrels. I'm thinking about that. Did they just leave it in the container? Yeah. And just, and just do the avocado. Switch it. Switch it with the avocado. Yeah. Take the nice container yeah. from the avocado for the lemon and put the lemon yeah. in the soil. Yeah. I mean, put the avocado in the soil, maybe. Yeah. Right. Or yeah, close to the uh, garbage can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, wait a minute. He's, he's, he's perking <laughs> up. He's perking up. I understand that, 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 that Joey's supposed to do well in this area. That's what I understand. Oh, yeah. Uh, for, it's, it's, for an hour we're, or two. Yeah. We're not, as you can tell, we're not real optimistic on that. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, yeah. we're, we're realistic. We're not <laughs> optimistic. <laughs> I, I, I tend to give it the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, uh-huh. I gotta give it a chance. Okay. But anyway, yeah. I want to thank you for the for the great advice, and uh, hopefully I'll get some avocado. And if I do, I'll bring right. some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring us, bring us a bunch. I will. Of those. I can't I remember yeah, how hot how hot are the Lejos that we have. I wonder if you'd like the Lejo. Well, I like them. Yeah. Oh, do you? I've like never, I never, I, yeah, I never tried. Yeah, on, on a whole, like on a it, it, tacos or anything. Yeah, like that. It, it was developed. Uh, from a mild jalapeno. Yeah. 
Okay. Though it's not supposed to be hot. As hot as uh, it's still good. It's still syrup. got a, it's still got a jalapeno flavor. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Have you ever, it's very, have you ever it's eat, very tasty. Have you ever eaten chilaquiles? Hmm? They what? Chilaquiles. chilaquiles. Have you eaten that? Uh, it's a Mexican uh, black breakfast uh, egg. Yeah. It's eggs, uh, scrambled oh, egg, jalapeno. Oh yeah, and, and yeah, cheese. that'd be perfect for and that. That is good. <clears throat> So you'll have to come by and pick up some little Joes and just try those, too. Do we still have some? Did you see some? I asked Trace about it. That's right. He said that you did. He said he did. Yeah. I I didn't check them. I bet you'd like those. I need to get some, too, Marty. Yeah, I'll come by. You got a good good supply? Well, it's dwindling because they've been here for a couple of weeks, I guess. Okay. But uh, they'll be all right. Okay. Yeah, that's one of my favorite. I'd rather have those than probably the Serrano's. A little bit Serrano's a little bit too tough. Oh yeah, me too. Serrano crosses the edge for uh, the yeah, they go, they go, they go edge the for me. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate the great uh, info. Okay. Y'all Thanks, man. Okay, thanks for coming. Always fun talking to you, Marty. You take Y'all care. Do, take care. Y'all do. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Uh, we'll get you caught up with the news, and then I'll tell you the weather forecast after the news. Yeah. Um, I'm anxious to hear about those it's, high uh, percentages. They're pretty much as, there's a percentage uh, in the forecast from uh, tomorrow all the way through uh Another day, I'll tell you after the news. What else do you have? (laughs) Uh, Niels, uh, you know, we've all been uh, telling you how to water during this drought. And uh, I've even got Tanya Tucker down there to say, if you keep keep waiting, it'll be a little too late to do the right thing now. Right. But Neil keeps putting it in his newsletter, out of water. And uh, the person that puts his headlines on there says, Neil's nagging again. Oh. <laughs> and Neil writes, uh, if, you, if you have shrubs or shade trees that you planted this year, water them by hand. Use a garden hose with a water breaker or water bubbler or a wraparound uh, tree deal. Uh, this is another one of those non-negotiable subjects. And if you didn't didn't heed our warnings earlier, you're going to be seeing damage for the next two years. Hmm. Uh, sprinkler uh, sprinkler irrigation alone will not suffice. If you use sprinklers, by the time you get the new plant soil ball soaked all the way down, the native soil that's around it will be waterlogged. And I, I don't think you can ever get the, the plant soil ball, soil ball soaked all the way down with a sprinkler. Instead, you should use the hose with a, a breaker, a bubbler, or a tree hugger. Yeah, the tree hugger. Every two days. Every two days. 
at these current temperatures and soak every new plant set out in 2022 to 2023 thoroughly. When you th- when you come when you th- uh, you're thorough, come back to p- uh, pass and soak them again. We got to take a break. 210-308-8867. The number to call. 210-308-8867. Back in a moment with more Millburgers Gardening South Texas on the answer. with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Our number 210-308-8867. We're live here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Encourage you to come on by. Just come in the two-story. Ask your gardening question in person. All right, here's the weather forecast. Uh, ready? I know. Okay, just try to continue. I can tell. Nothing tonight that's of any significance. Low around 80. Okay. Okay. A 20% chance of showers or thunderstorms tomorrow after 1 p.m. So we'll be here. 20%? Mm Mm-hmm. Tell me no. Okay. Sunny and hot with a high near... I can't even say it. Uh, Wait a minute. If it's going to get 20%, we need the temperature. This has to be a, a... Heat index temperature. Oh, okay. I hope it is. The high near 106. No, that's okay. You think that's really what the temperature? That's what it's going to be. Okay. To Sunday night, slight chance of showers or thunderstorms before 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a slight chance between 10 p.m. and 1 a.m. Uh, chance of rain 20%. Oh, Monday. Hold on to your hat. Oh, I'm glad you brought that hat so you could hold on to I'm it. I'm excited. You should be. Are you holding on to it? I can't see yeah, it. Yeah, I got okay. it. Okay. Showers likely, possibly a thunderstorm after 1 a.m. Uh-huh. Chance of precipitation, 60%. Ooh. That's pretty good. They're going to change that by... You think? Why? Monday. They always well, they, do. It's the um, newspaper didn't have that... Optimistic. Mm. What, what are you got? Who, who's the forecast? I'm on the uh, Weather National Weather Service. Okay, the National Oceanic so and Atmospheric that, Administration. Who's that? Channel Four or something? Like that that's it for the Express News. I don't know. I'm just telling you what the government's telling you. Yeah. Uh, Monday night, forty percent chance of rain, and then Tuesday it goes down to thirty. Tuesday night, twenty, and then I don't see any more. So that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah, that 60 would be wonderful. That would be wonderful. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Listen to, listen to Jerry's enthusiasm. If we got it. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Speaking of, of, of grumpy people about rain, um, I was we, we had somebody uh, in our building, and then I shared this with some other people. Because uh, you, you were right. We got two little rainstorms. The first one in the morning, uh, we were both walking out to our car, and uh, you have to go through this open area to get there. And it's raining. It's not raining hard, but it's raining. And he goes, oh, come on. And I shared that with people in the elevator when it was raining the second time. And they were like, oh, no. No, <laughs> don't even don't complain about that rain. He can't be complaining. We need the rain. Don't even be saying that. They were upset. So, yeah, I agree with them. Don't be going on now to the rain. Just park. It. Yeah, just get wet and enjoy it. All right. Yeah, I got, I got a little less than an inch. 
Yeah, that's a. It was. It that's was, pretty good, though. Oh yeah, it was good. Yeah, if we got that. Yeah, I got about an inch. Get yeah. that once a week for the rest of the uh, century, and. No. <laughs> uh, and to continue Neil's uh, recommendations, your goal should be to apply an amount of water equal to the size of the pot from which they were planted. In other words, a five-gallon plant would get five gallons, 10-gallon plant would get 10 gallons, and so forth. Do so every two days at 100 degrees. We've had several hundred degrees. And we've had more than... And every, every three days at 95 that's it's narrowing a, it down. It's not unreasonable. And when you look at the, I was just thinking about it. When I fill my containers, you know, like the where I've got yeah. tomatoes and peppers, I guess I guess I don't. Those those things are uh, twenty twenty gallons. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you got your sunk in the ground, don't you? No, I don't. I've got oh. some. I've got half half of okay. them in the garden. Yeah, that's what I saw. And half of the kind of. So you water them until the water comes out the bottom? Well, no, I water them until the top's full completely. Can't get any more water in there every okay. day. But I water them every day, too. Does it, uh, you say well, the top gets full of water, and doesn't, it doesn't drain down and come out the bottom? Uh, it, uh, it, it You're right, it does, but it uh, comes out our... The drainage holes. I've got. Okay. I've also got uh, drip irrigation lines that go in, but I, I, mo- I mostly use uh, the Water. holes yeah, to the fill hole. it up because it's faster. Yeah. If you if you got a, a container, and uh, you have have uh, holes in the bottom, which I hope you have, but uh, the. Uh, and it, it doesn't come out the bottom. It stops at the top. You need to get a, uh, a piece of rebar or some type of stick and punch down uh, beside those plants and, uh, so it'll come out the hand, bottom. Hand shovel actually works pretty Yeah, well. yeah. But it, it may have uh, set up and uh, not allowing the water to go all the way to the bottom. Another thing you got to do, I tend to see the, oh, even on uh, clay pots, you have tendency, if I got, you got a lot of trees that are close. Yeah. They go, they go the other direction up and, t- so I, <laughs> I take a uh, um, shovel underneath and prop, prop them up and move them a little bit. So yeah, that, that's true. So that the roots... Because if those roots from the, the trees around them are filling up that... Uh, yeah, yeah. Especially on a clay pot, there's usually only one big hole. In there. Yeah, they'll stop that, yeah. stop that water flow. So you got to kind of be watching that. But that that's that's one of those indications, too. If, the, if you're using a hose and you fill up the container and it fills up too fast and the water just sits there... Mm-hmm. Then, then there's an you indi- got a problem. Then you, yeah. Then you need to be probing. Yeah, and that, that especially happens if you uh, 
Um, you don't use a, you don't use a, a mix. Yeah, a loose mix. Yeah. Yeah, like a, it's a, almost like yeah. clay or. A, so uh, proper watering is important. Now, uh, I think the saws and the water people are mainly concerned about the runoff when you have when they have runoff the uh like what water in the front yard or the back the, the grass and uh to the point that it runs off into the street now, that makes people nuts you know i mean so in in this case especially in the water in the uh the uh, established plants are in the ground. That tree hugger is almost mm -hmm. a necessity. I wonder where all I wonder uh, where all the the lawn watering is going on because in my neighborhood, which normally you know a fair amount of people will water their lawn. Yeah, there's uh, there's. Uh, Oh, ten percent water their lawn. So it's yeah. There's a lot of folks that have just made that declaration that this is a severe drought and will, and I and they uh, are oh they're kind of familiar with the the fact that if you give it a little, you get they get some water every couple of weeks. The, the lawn grass will survive. They're not like a cherry that declares the grass dead every time the hmm. it turns brown you know they, it, it is dead when you when you can see the dirt calvin <laughs> that's over the top of the dead grass then uh i would say that means, means it's dead we gotta talk to bert real quick 210-308-8867 hi bert welcome to millburgers gardening south texas how you doing today man all right, and y'all, I just come back in. I was hearing all the good reports of uh, everybody, some of their crops are still producing. I just come in from doing my AM watering about an hour and a half ago of my container plant garden, and I got tomatoes, bell peppers, Cajun bells, jalapenos, eggplants, still producing. I've never heard of it in this kind of heat. How about, do you have okra? <laughs> uh, I wish I did. I come from southeast Louisiana. And I grew up picking okra, so uh, I know all about that. <laughs> did it make you itch? I, not if you wore a long sleeve shirt in the summertime. There you go. Bert knows what he's talking about. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I was trying to figure but out I, if the okra was still producing. Yeah, usually yeah. they did. I think August was the time we had to go out there in long pants and long sleeves and pick and sweat. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, okra does pretty good, then unless, the, unless the fire ants start messing with it. Well, and the eggplant is doing fine. It, it, it's the, it's I, the heirloom eggplant. The one I have is the heirloom eggplant that actually looks like an egg when it grows. Uh-huh. Yeah. What do you use it for, recipes of some kind? Yeah, I just, like, grill them or something like that, like I would a zucchini. They're just a little small. That, they don't get, get much bigger than an um, a extra-large egg. Huh. Yeah, I've got a, a, a neighbor who uh, makes some wonderful dishes with eggplant. Yeah. Just, 
Uh, I, I didn't appreciate it until <laughs> she started giving me some. Well, that's like I know people, some people, oh, I hate eggplants or I hate okra. And I was like, you just it's, never had it prepared properly. There you go. That's sad. Yeah, it can sad. be kind of overwhelming or not overwhelming is not good. Uh, boring. It can be. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you but get sounds, slimy. Yeah, if they <laughs> if they do uh, if they use the right uh, herbs and everything, yeah, wow, that's great. That's, that's how we did the Creole okra. We did uh, just sliced up a Creole tomato in it, and the acid from the tomato uh, took the slime away. Huh. I don't know if any, that's just what I noticed. I mean, did, you know. did, did you did you have some beer out there? Did you? Well. No, no, I'm having a beer right here while I'm talking to y'all. Don't be, yeah. I mean, I mean, don't be doubting, Bert. When you're watching that slime disappear. Oh no! I just cooked it. I just, I just sautéed it. Put like onions, okra, uh, maybe some eggplant, and then put and one, put the tomatoes in at the end, and it seemed like the slime just went away. Uh, huh. I'm just, I'm saying, and you just put it right over rice, white rice, like we did in Southeast Louisiana. Yeah, and it was all right. So and that's what I wanted to ask y'all. Uh, all these people that have lawns out here in South Texas crazy or what? You know, What's that? I'm just, if, if, they, if they have a lawn in South Texas, are they crazy? Well, you know, before World War II, there there weren't very many lawns. Uh-huh. Well, I don't have that. But my, all my container plants, I use like I, all mine are five-gallon um, three to five gallon containers. That That's what they tell me. I don't want you to think I'm that old, but. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, like, no, I mean, if I come to live like semi arid area, yeah, I'm not. I don't, I, my, right where my containers are on the retaining wall is caliche, and I don't water them. I, wa- I hand water twice a day, 10 gallons a day, and I hand water each container. Okay, that's a good idea. You know, it gives what well, gives me purpose. It gives me exercise and stuff <laughs> like that. <laughs> gives you purpose. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I can't let the plant. I can't plant a oh, plant. Oh, oh wild, okay. You know? <laughs> he loves his plants. Yeah, you can tell well, that. I love, to eat, I, I love to eat them too. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I just want to say thank y'all very much for your show. Yeah, we enjoy talking to you too, oh, Bert. Did you did you say uh, David Rodriguez is coming back next week to talk about fall no. planning? Uh, September twenty third. September twenty third. Is there anything I should be prepping for now for fall planning? Well, if you don't have enough peppers, we still got peppers, Lajos, and I think we're out of patines, penguins. Uh, Let's see. Uh, there, believe it or not, uh, I don't advocate this, but uh, they're starting to sell the cold crops, like uh, broccoli, broccoli and cabbage. And I've seen cabbage seeded and productive in hot weather. Huh. They're, really? they're, they're very forgiving seed. Uh, oh, about the broccoli is a kind of in between that but uh, the problem with broccoli kind of like collards is uh if they're grown in extremely hot weather like we're having now they kind of have a they're not as sweet as well, it would, just, would be 
Yeah, I just noticed like uh, when it, at the mid July, all my leafy green vegetables just went. Hey, I'm done. Stick a yeah, fork in. Yeah, right, right, right. But well, uh, the, when the temperature cools a little bit, and uh, they we'll have a lot of transplants of those. Now you can you can uh, also plant uh, kale. Yeah, you know, I told you before when I talked to you about two years ago about kale, there's a seven-letter word I got for that. It's called compost. Oh. <laughs> it's mad. You've won Jerry over. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you, and we've got different kinds of kale for people that like to eat kale. Okay. Yeah, okay. They can, they can go chew on a stick as far as I'm concerned. There you go. Good man. Stick this, get this okay. number. Don't be encouraging him uh, now. <laughs> chew on a stick. That's good. Uh, the I stick like would the definitely be that, better. The one thing that does like that I have a good vine, it's a water hog, uh, but it's very, very well productive, is Malabar spinach. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a bit, it bites back. It's not like the regular supermarket spinach, you know. Yeah. So, does uh, did it make? Does it make it through the heat? Yes, it's still it, it's going crazy. I mean, it's just like, hey, give me, uh, give me more sunshine, give me more water. I'm going. And so I where, where is Mar- Malabar? Is that a country? India. Yeah, India. It's a, okay. It's a province of India. No, so okay. it's a vine. It's not, I guess it's not a true spinach if you really. Oh have no, to. no, but it's a vine, and people use it as spinach, or gives gives you that. Uh, yeah, people chewable. Like it. I'm trying to remember. Was that one of Johnson City Joe's favorites? Yeah, I think he liked yeah, the Malabar yeah. too. It's very iron rich. That's all I'll say. Oh, that's yeah, good. Yeah, Ooh. it is big time. I wonder if we have any. Well, no. Oh, it's too late. It, it's a run, to, it's a running plant. It's a vining plant. Yeah. Right. right. So no, I tell you what, this one, it, this one goes straight up and uh, went three stories in six weeks. <laughs> wow. What are you feeding it? <laughs> I just do. Uh, I just do the regular like um, now, miracle grow. Something he's like drink, that. Uh, uh, keep in mind, he's drinking beer now. Yeah. Yeah, and he's from Southeast Louisiana too. You know. Uh, yeah. They got secrets over there. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, actually, it's actually the soil. It's the you know how when you're yeah. a farmer, that black soil, that black dirt. They actually the have soil. soil. That's yeah, a, that's yeah. a ma- major accomplishment. You got all that yep. dirt for, in South Louisiana. We're talking about. Yeah, you got yeah. all that from from my Tennessee and uh, yeah, we're coming down to coming down to Mississippi. There you go. Transported in. I'm just asking. I'm just trying to find a um, just to make sure that uh, if uh, I'll listen to David when he comes up on September, because I was just wondering if any root crops, uh, any like carrots or tomatoes or I mean, correction, potatoes, do well here. Oh, they do well here, but not. It's a little early. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, carrots. Carrots are easy to grow. And, of course, radishes, rutabagas, rutabagas turnips. Are we going to have rutabaga transplants this year? I don't know. David makes me grow it. Uh, (laughs) Thank you, Bert. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Thank you all for the answers and the good conversation. 
Okay. Good, good okay. man. We're going to take a quick break. Sorry, Trace. While we do, give us a call. 210. Just like the old days. 308 More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery. 1604 on Boulevard Road on 930 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. Our number 210-308-8867. Ralph is on the line. Hey, Ralph, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing good, sir. How about yourself? Doing well, doing well. How can we help you? Yeah, I have a uh, large live oak. It's uh, the trunk's about four feet in diameter, and uh, I noticed that uh, half of the trunk is normal, uh, you know, normal uh, color, and the other half is white. Uh, what's happening to the? I, I don't think it's oak wilt. Uh, oak wilt. No. Uh, do, you, do you ever seen that? It's, it's what now? Half of it's white? Normal color, the other half is white, yeah. But yeah, yeah. The bark is white? Or just the, what do we see, wood? <clears throat> no, it's it just, I see all bark, but it's it's, it's a different color than the, uh, the normal, you know what I mean? You got that normal dark brown color and on the oak tree, and this one, one half of it is uh, is white on the bark. Is it crinkly hmm. white? Or is it's it... what? Is it like little crinkles up and down the the bark? Uh, it's on the bark all the way up to the to the large uh, li- uh, limbs, uh, but it's not creepy. It's all on the bark. Is the bark loose or? Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's loose. You can pull it to be very easy. Uh-oh. Well, what I would do with a four foot, and uh, I've seen so many oaks. I mean, there's one right now in my neighborhood that got blown over the big four foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I'd make sure you, I, I would get a uh, uh, expert look at it. Is it close okay. to your house? Yeah, I tried. Uh, it's about uh, maybe twenty feet from the house. Yeah, if you got if you got one that your neighborhood uses, uh, a lot of them will do. Will come out and diagnose for nothing or. A small price, and then they'll tell you what it would cost to take care of it. But you, okay. um, you don't want to. You, you want to protect the tree, and you also want to protect your your property and uh, yourselves. So, uh, be careful. Yeah, well, that's my next question. Uh, I got a large limb going over the top of the house. Can I go ahead and, and uh, cut those off right now? What are they? The bar large limbs. Yeah, uh, the, the large limbs. Yeah. Yes, you can. If you, but you want to be real. You want to be real careful. You know that. That's again. That's a, a job for a professional. Um, uh huh. But yeah, you can't. I mean, this. You don't have to worry about oak wilt too much because of this heat. The it's not spreading at this uh-huh. point. But uh, have have them, They'll probably want to paint the wounds anyway on a big, on a tree like that. Uh-huh. So yes. You can okay. you can you can go you can go ahead and get it cut. Okay. In fact, All right, I'd, well hey, hey go right. ahead. No, I was just gonna say that I was gonna recommend that that be done, but then I if you're gonna get a certified arborist out there to look at it, they he'll give you 
a kind of he or she will give you a comprehensive kind of diagnosis and tell you what's okay. best and what it'll cost. Yeah, okay. I don't I don't think that white bark. It could be a. It's not a lightning strike because that'll uh, put a take the take, whole tree. Yeah. Well, take a bark. If it's a, how tall is the tree? Is it a big old tree? Well, it's over his house. Diameter. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, over it, his house. Could could be a lightning strike. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. The, but, uh, but, but if that's the case, that bark will eventually uh, get loose and come off. Okay. All right. And hopefully the tree won't die. Yeah, no, it's a pretty tree, and it's been here for. But for you know, a long time before we got here. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Good luck. Well, thank you. I'll go. Thank you very much for the information. You bet. Yeah, thank bye-bye. you, Ralph. You take care. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Have you seen that in your neighborhoods? Those that? No, the white those oak, oak, big oaks. That you know, I've got quit telling people that the oaks. Don't worry about the oaks. They yeah. Won't, they won't uh, break or anything, but. Oh, with this heat, hmm. just just the heat, I think affects well wood strength and yeah. Sort of, well, yeah. Doctor Stein tells me or asks me, were we are we getting questions on limb droppers? And of uh, course, uh, he's a he grows pecans. He has an orchard. And he says it's big time happening in Pecan. Yeah, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. And it's big time always, even when the weather's conditions yeah, are reasonable. Yeah. But gosh, you just don't normally see it on live <laughs> oaks. Yeah, that's red, true. Red oaks are showing it. Um, and that freeze, uh, that hard freeze, that w- it did some damage to oaks. Yeah, there was an article, and I can't remember if it's in Express News or in New York Times, but there was an article about. That freeze is working with the with the drought, yeah, and those high temperatures to really mess up the uh, tr- tree the tr- structure. Oh yeah. So two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. That's uh, when uh, Trace described that uh, bark. I thought he was talking about that that uh, that white bark and that, that uh, kind of hypoxylin. Yeah, well, well, no, it wasn't. Well, was, it wasn't hypoxylin, but it's a different canker or the lichens or uh, oh, yeah. or that little mite that that covers it with the oh, oh yeah, we saw the little webbing. Yeah, and, no. Oh, okay. The article I saw had a had the bark actually kind of coming off. Well, he said it, he said the bark was loose. Uh, yeah, I asked him yeah. about that, and it was uh, so some uh, virus that I'd never heard of you know we're we're familiar with hypoxylin and in mm-hmm. oak wilt of course but uh, yeah hopefully it's if it was just a um heat or uh, yeah well or it'll cure itself <laughs> well what what what, 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 what uh, things did you list the uh lichen and like the, yeah those mite. those are kind of positive let alone yeah, but I don't. They don't think make the bark come off, do they? Oh no, no. But I was still shooting for what would be white, <laughs> whitish. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he said the bark was loose. Yeah. If it was a lichen or a, I don't know, something else, the bark would still be tied and, on the plant. And that, but that it's worthwhile. I think that 
when you all those conditions he talked about that old tree is unbelievable valuable um over the house <laughs> with and uh, the all the uh, different things that are are causing problems with it it's just this is a good time to to let your certified arborist most neighborhoods have somebody that they're comfortable with yeah and you go ahead and take take advantage of that and ask them come and look at it <clears throat> Oh, well, yeah. I'm looking at Calvin's this week in the garden. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What did, you do? <laughs> what did he do now? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> He's being mean to the sparrows again. Oh. <laughs> Calvin writes, this week in the garden in today's paper, it is time to clean out purple martin houses and lower them until the next breeding season in February or March, when Martins return. If you do not lower the houses, English sparrows will fill the nest box and have their beautiful families within. I don't I don't think that was part of my yeah. quote. No. <laughs> so he must uh, his own version of the paper. <laughs> so uh I guess you know, those sparrows sure would like a cool house to withstand this weather. But, but the Martins would probably like them, too. Well, they're gone. They're down in the Amazon. Yeah. Oh, okay. If they're, if they're Are they still. with the Monarchs? Where are the Monarchs now? Monarchs are coming this way. Okay. <laughs> we need a monarch uh, tracking. Yeah. Well, don't, uh, it depends on your... Uh, if you look at your phone, you got an app for monarch tracking. No, if you if you show some interest in uh, various topics, then oh. you, then of course I get the I get all the well, you get the horticulture and then you get the yeah. butterfly. <laughs> but I guess those little English sparrows will just have to suffer, according to Calvin. Mm. This is This is the same guy that used the automatic BB guns for yeah. sparrows. I killed about a thousand. <laughs> but uh, so did Audubon. You know, Audubon was the greatest bird killer that ever lived. He had a special gun to kill the birds so we could examine them closely. Study. That's right. Except yeah. the, you know, I don't, I don't think it was, well, maybe thousands total, but. <laughs> but he had a special gun to shoot those birds with. Anyway, but I don't want you people out there to worry, because the sparrows will survive. Oh, okay. Spar- sparrows and roaches will survive. Well, if you, if you must help the sparrows, the water is. Yeah. Thing. They are just going wild over the water. Oh, yeah. And so they're cute splashing around in that water. Mm-hmm. And the hummingbirds. The hummingbirds oh, are really yeah. going wild over the water. Everything's going wild over the water. You know, the, uh, my uh, cardinals, redbirds, uh, big time coming to the dog bowl. They have a time they come. The cats have a time they come. The skunk. Has the time to come, and then if you got 10:30, the door, 10:30 at night, and if he forgets and leaves the door open, yeah, yeah, 
the skunk just comes on in. You, turns, or, or the roaches go out. Yeah, the roaches go out. <laughs> the skunk goes in. Did you hear about my skunk coming in? I did not. We used. I'm afraid. I used to feed the feed the uh, feral cats in inside the sliding glass door. He kind of snuck it when Jeremy wasn't looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it was his idea oh. to do it. And so one night about 10.30, I was getting ready to go to bed and uh, looked over, and the skunk, a skunk had come in and was feeding on that cat food right inside the sliding glass door. I'm in the kitchen, and the skunk was about... Uh, what, six feet away, and I'm just I just decided to stand there, whether it took all night or whatever, till that skunk decided he had enough and go out. Good call, because <laughs> I didn't want to fool with no skunk smell in the middle of the night. Anyway, uh, September is the time to begin planting your winter vegetable garden. Okay. Right, right, scaven. In this week in the garden, consider broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, uh, and Brussels sprouts. Don't worry about those things freezing. Uh, Swiss chard, kale, collards, and cabbage transplants. That's that's true. But those are, again, we selected uh, broccolis. Uh, to be uh, able to be planted in hot weather. And harvest, uh, harvested for Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah. But uh, because most people, most years, when they buy their fall tomatoes, they want to plant broccoli too. But this year... Uh, I'm waiting a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. The uh, you can plant it now, and it'll mature uh, smaller heads in sixty days. Uh, the gr- the green the kind we ha- recommend for this market, green green magic, and uh, that kind. Then plant turnips, carrots, radishes, rutabaga. He put rutabaga in there. Yeah, lettuce and beets by seed. Now, some of those are difficult to get to germinate in a 100-degree temperature. Uh, our Crawford lettuce, Crawford reseeding lettuce, that you ha- if you had it last year, fear not. It may be later, yeah. but it shall return. Mine is always later than, than that. The regular lettuce, yeah. or maybe. Have we contacted NASA yet? No, no, I'm on that. I'm going to contact <laughs> And then he's Maybe a, they went with the... Uh, I may need some more seed. Though. The Indian. The Indian moon uh, rocket. Did you miss that? I missed that opportunity. Oh, no. Yeah. Gosh. They're, they, looking, they they're looking for water on the moon. Oh, okay. <laughs> to plant Crawford reseeding lettuce? It could happen. Oh, they man. Found, they found uh, ice on the south pole of the moon. 
and they were all excited about it. They were the fourth country now to yeah. to be successful with the moon launch. <laughs> <laughs> they found Crawford reseeding lettuce. They, they're growing uh, up. They didn't admit to yeah. Crawford lettuce. They don't even have to land on they the moon. They found little packets of it. <laughs> they don't even have to land on the moon if they want to plant it. They just throw it out the... Do they have a window? Uh, no, I don't think so. They can't just roll down the window in space and throw it out. Uh, plant turnips, carrots, radishes, uh, and those radishes that come up everywhere. Lettuce, beets, and beets by seed. Now, a lot of people plant uh, radishes with their, let's say, with their beets or, or lettuce because the radishes will come up regardless the temperature and the soil and break. Sometimes we have crust developing when we have alkaline water like we do or uh, the, the, the calcium in the water. Okay. It, it, call, it, call, it causes it. Well, radishes crust. are fun for kids, too, if they don't have to eat them. Yeah, right, yeah. That's what I was fixing to say. But uh, when you see them, see a radish come up, from seed at this time of the year, you better eat it. When you see the leaves come out of the ground and it has a little bitty bulb on it, you better eat it, even though it's very small. Because as it gets bigger in this hot weather, that, that radish would be bitter as quinine. Mm. If you want sweet radishes, you plant them later. Oh, okay. About the time you would plant spinach, transplants, in November, and onions in December. But uh, you, you, you don't plant, well, it, we use spinach transplants uh, rather than seed because people had such a hard time uh, getting, getting the uh, seed of spinach to come up. And besides that, they couldn't get... Uh, Virus and disease-resistant plants from seed, uh, but uh, and then we then we talked the grower into growing some spinach, and uh, from tra- uh, from hybrid seed, and uh, it has that, all that disease resistance in it, and uh, grow transplants and put the transplants in, but. The grower usually has a hard time getting spinach to germinate even in the greenhouse when it's hot. Uh, I, I hope the uh, Dr. Stein furnishes the growers with the hybrid spinaches seed. And uh, is his refrigerator full of stuff too? <laughs> yeah. <I fears. laughs> Hey, we need to take a quick break. So hang on to where you are. Okay, that's okay. Monster spinach. I want to talk about monster spinach. Okay, monster spinach after this. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back. 
to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number to call with a rain report. Or if you want to find out what happened to Monster Spinach, you can call that, too. You're not going to find it here. Where'd it go? <laughs> All right. It's lost. Yeah. And one of your employees, she was great. That one little thing, uh, the cup, it was full. This push, this fell off here and hit that, and it was rolling on the table. I mean, she she dived. I couldn't quite reach it. She dived from way over there and stopped it. She did great. <laughs> anyway, just okay. telling you. Well, that's good. That is good, yeah. Well, she didn't want to clean up the mess. Maybe so, but I think she was trying to help. But they, they always clean up after you, Melanie. <laughs> oh, after me? Sure. I don't. I don't. I don't leave them. Nobody else is on the porch half the time. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Did you want to ask about monster spinach? Yeah. What happened to monster spinach? Yeah, Jerry. I don't know. Oh, you know. <laughs> Big spinach kept it down. There <laughs> oh, <laughs> was big kale. I think I big had, kale is. Sick. I'm pretty sure I had it growing. Grown. How do you spell it? I was going to look for it online. Big B I G. Thank you. Or how about monster? Well, we know it's not pronounced it's not that really way. We were monster. doing a just like J Lo, the J Lo peppers. <laughs> I'm just going to type in monster spinach and see what I get. Oh, uh, spell check will get you right. Yeah, I was going to say. Yes, sir. Do do we have uh, the begonias left? Whoppers? Any whoppers left? I'd have to go look around. So oh. when we finally moved back under the pergola, we a lot of the things that we pinched back and we're trying to regrow, we just gave up. Huh? So I'm not sure that might have been one of them. Okay. Well, here's an article from 2013 by Dr. Calvin Finch. All right. Monster, quote unquote, spinach big on nutrition. Big, you got that part right. Yeah. And 2013. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. I was wondering where it went for. Calvin it. says this may be the best spinach you've ever eaten. Now, are you? Are you cr- I'm making that up. Oh man. Both he and Jerry are a that's, lot alike. That's, that's all. Yeah, I was going to say that every article that is, even Jerry doesn't write anymore. This may be the best tomato you've ever eaten. <laughs> or David Rodriguez uh, in his column will say something. Will say best tomato to, Jerry is accord, eaten. Yeah, according to Dr. Jerry Parsons. Yeah, I don't know if Jerry even had the tomato, but uh, let's see. I'm trying to read Calvin's article. Um, 2013. <laughs> Transplants of vegetables. What is that? Ten Monster years? has a reputation as a fast-growing spinach, producing lots of sweet-flavored leaves, benefiting its name. Befitting its name, the leaves are larger than usual spinach selections, growing to as much as 10 inches long. The plants can reach two feet wide. Hmm. I don't know, Trace. You had you, we had a good. I think spin- I need to go look and see if it's still on the seed rack. Okay, cool. Yeah. Hey, Susan is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. This will be interesting. Hi, Susan. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Good. Good. What's going I'm, on? Well, I have a large oak tree. And uh, it looks like some sort of animal is chewing around the trunk of it because there are uh, 
like uh, chips, you know, wood chips around the trunk, but it's chewed uh, way down uh, to, you know, way below the bark part of the trunk, and it's, uh, you know, circular around the trunk. How far did they go around? It's almost completely around. Wow. And it's oh, and it's way and it's way down. It looks like really, you know, almost fleshy kind of. You know, it's gotten in one part. It's um, really chewed down. You know, on the trunk. Have you seen any wildlife out there? Uh, well, no. I guess it's at, it's at night. Okay. And so it's it's in the morning. I mean, there are. Uh, you know, skunks and I don't know what all, you know, <laughs> around. So, uh, how how um, large was it, did you say? The the oak tree? Yeah, it's, the, the I trunk. Mean, it's, oh, the, the how how big around is the trunk? Yeah, that'd be good. Or is it uh, a couple feet or one foot? Or? Um, how old is the tree? Well, it's an established tree. Oh. I just uh, is it close it's not to the house? Ancient. It's uh, well, yeah, somewhat. I guess you would say. Yeah. Well, my recommendation would be you get a uh, uh, if you've got a favorite certified arborist would be to have them look at it because that that girdling you're talking about, no matter what it be, you know, if it's a if it's an animal, like you think, or if it's a disease or whatever it is, it's it's uh, certainly threatening to the tree and and also to your property. So you need, I think, you need an expert to look at it, make an assessment of uh, the tree, whether the tree is going to live, and what you need to do to protect everything. Yeah, how close is it to the ground? This this damage. Uh, it's let's see. It's probably about. Uh, it starts about, um, well, less than, less than a foot. You okay. Know, so it's, so it's, uh, well, but ready. I think it's an animal chewing on it because I've gone out in the morning before and, and it leaves, uh, you know, like chips, bark chips are around, left yeah. around the, the <laughs> trunk. Where do you live in San Antonio? Oh, I live in uh, Kerrville. Okay, that, Porcupine. That helps. I'm that's gonna, that's what I I'm, was. Thinking. I'm heading to Porcupine. Hmm. We all hit oh. that together. That's good. They're tough. Oh, really? Yeah. You know what a porcupine looks like? I do. I haven't seen one here, but yes. <laughs> well, start going out there at uh, two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's when the armadillos come out, yeah, and the porcupines come out. They've been to the bar. Yeah. It's closed down. Now they're coming. <laughs> and the and the, no. <laughs> and the, re- the reason uh, I thought of porcupines is because uh, Dr. Laura Shreve, the the apple guy, or the, used to work with apples. He had a hell of a time in Uvalde. Uh, keeping oh. those porcupines from destroying, e- eating the bark, 
awful. Especially uh, apple trees. Killed his apples. So do you think, other than go, oh. having an arborist come out, do you think if she puts out water uh, that it'll that it'll stop? I don't I don't think oh, so. Well, I didn't I know. I would worry about I, the damage that's done already. Yeah. That's yeah, because it's down to, it's way down. Uh, you know. Yeah, how how t- far up this trunk does it go? Uh, probably just, um, actually, it's more, it's a band. And so it's not. Uh, Too far up the trunk. No, uh uh-uh. That's because the little porcupine, no. they're so cute, uh, stand oh. on their back feet. Hmm. So they can only eat at a certain a certain height on the bar. Oh. Is, it, is it kind of strange if, if it was a porcupine on a large live oak? That's, you know, if it's a, you always think of them as gnawing on a something with a smooth bar. Yes. Uh, Texas red oak or something. Yeah. Like they're thirsty. They, they might be thirsty. They're desperate. Yeah, they might be. But That's why I was wondering well, if you put out water, if it might stop. I have a water bowl out there that I keep full of water. And I didn't know if I've seen some trees and I don't know if something has chewed on them, but I've like at the park, I've seen it and they spray some black stuff on it. I don't know what that is. That's just try to cover the wound. Should I do that? Well, wouldn't hurt. Oh, wouldn't he probably start somewhere else on there? Where the yeah. black's not. No, oh, okay. now that may be one of the things that the, the, the arborist would recommend. But got about a minute left, guys. But yeah, oh. may, make sure you don't overlook the da- the danger there. Oh, and uh, that they, you know, if it, if it's all all the way around the tree, there's a potential that's going to kill the tree. So you need yeah. you need to make that assessment pretty accurately, and then take the action, and then you should be able okay. to control it. Thank you, ma'am. All right, we okay, got to say thank you so much. You bet. Thank we got to say much. goodbye for today. We're back here tomorrow, though, at sixteen oh four on Boulevard Road. We're talking gardening with you. Uh, I'm Milton Glick on behalf of Dr. Parsons, uh, Dr. Finch, and Dr. P. That's Trace. See you tomorrow on nine thirty a.m. The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.